All right. It's another edition of In the Kitchen, and football is back again for like the eighth time in the past. That's few right. Weeks. Football is That's back. Right. It, Officially, like the biggest. It back. is now back. The biggest back of the back. It is back. Yeah, now. It is back. Now it is back. We will not say on Thursday football is back. Oh, actually, we might because the NFL will be back by then. But football is back again this episode. Noticeably not back, though, is Mr. Joey Bush. Uh, conveniently, our resident TCU fan, Mr. Joey Bush, not here after week one, after his team gets embarrassed, after they get schooled, after they get whomped, after they leave all of their pride. Oh, all, they, they left it in the parking. Ridiculous. Uh, Joey Bush not here, though. Noticeably absent. Uh, do we suspend him? For this, I mean, it's, I think it's ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's, I don't it's, think, yeah, what we'll what we'll have a vote? It's like you can miss episodes, but it's like your team, your team loses in one of the. This is their biggest game of the season. It's probably their list loss now. I don't know if it was before. You lose as twenty point favorites week one, and then you don't show up. You mm-hmm. don't face the music. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get a yeah, text. That, yeah, I mean. I think it's, I think it's interesting. We might have to let, let the people decide. I think. Yeah, we we'll have to have a vote. We we'll have to have a vote on this. There'll be a vote. The council, the high yeah. council, is going to decide on it. Um, before we get into all of the things, week one, uh, a special, uh, a special moment here for, uh, we unfortunately over the weekend, we lost a legend in this world, Zach. Yeah. Um... I mean, he has a cult following pirate heads, Jimmy Buffett. Um, some of the greatest songs, one of the best businessmen of all time. Um, but also, I guess the, the parting words I'll give is it's not many things that overtake uh, the beginning Saturday of college football season, but this kind of was a dominance. But it's a, it's not feel good, but like Margaritaville's playing it's at, at stadiums all over. Uh, you know, the guy lived the beach bomb billionaire dream that we all kind of envy. So he, he uh, lives like a top five life of all time. Oh, easily, easily. He lived one no, of the best. You, you never, like you never talk about Jimmy Buffett and like negativity or, or like, it's no. always a smile or a Who beer. Hits Jimmy Buffett. Nobody, literally nobody. Uh, so yeah, waking up Saturday morning to that, it was, it was kind of like, kind of took my breath away a little bit as I was getting ready for, football but uh yeah i mean i i, I like his music i've, I've been a, seen him live before great show but uh just kind of want to read one lyric that's just kind of it's, it's probably one of my top five favorite songs of a pirate looks at 40 uh yes i'm a pirate 200 years too late the cannons can thunder the cannons don't thunder there's nothing to ponder i'm an over 40 victim of hate arriving too late arriving too late so cheers sailor Gonna have it a better weekend, get that football going, and everybody's in good spirits. But yeah, a little bit of a downer, but I think as it's moving on, everybody's kind of got a smile and a beer in their hand and you know, beer. enjoying the good times. Margarita. I, I, I took a I, shot of tequila. I had, a, I, had a, I had a margarita yeah. on Saturday for Jimmy. Yeah. Uh I funny did. enough, man, I, I drove around Highlands Ranch, uh, went to five liquor stores looking for Land Shark and came up empty. Did you uh, really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, it didn't go well, so I just, you know, maybe bought some hamburgers, threw some cheese on them, had some tequila, and then went off to work. Yeah, 
No, Jimmy was, uh, he's one of those dudes. He's like Chuck Norris where like, it's, he, he's like a, a folktale almost a little bit too. his mm-hmm. lifestyle. Uh, I don't think he's put on socks. I don't think he put on socks since the age of 35. He saying like, he kind of became huge off of one song. And they made a bunch of other sick ones too, which have like redo the same lyrics. Uh, I saw like a POT commenter put out, uh, he was telling this story on Twitter about him where he, the, he was flying a plane of Bono and they, the U S government thought it was, they were drug traffickers. So they shot it down and then they were like, Oh shoot, it's Jimmy Buffett and Bono. And he was like, ah, oh, no, it's cool. And then he just decided to write a song about it instead called mistake of Jamaica. And like, it, you go look at the lyrics and it's, it's just about getting your plane shot down. It's like, no man, we're not drug traffickers. Yeah. And it, it all rhymes. It's awesome. But rest in peace to Jimmy Buffett for sure. Also, Steve Harwell died today. I uh, saw that. Yeah. That's really that. sad, too. Yeah. I mean, I can't... tough. We had some bangers, like had some bangers. There's no denying it. Had straight bangers. Yeah. Um, so uh, last Jimmy Buffett comment, two years ahead. at Auburn. Um, so war really? eagle Jimmy Buffett. He's a, he's so, a tiger. Two... He didn't grad. He graduated from Southern Miss, but he did his freshman mm. sophomore year at Auburn. Yeah. So it kind of counts. Yeah. Okay. Did he roll? I'm two sure moves? if you, I'm fit. Bet he did once or twice. I bet if you walk past him and you gave him a war eagle, he'd give it to you back. Little so it fistos. counts. Yeah, it's it's like a little family reunion. Okay. Well, what's uh, very sad stuff? Obviously, but what's let's talk about something that makes us happy. Let's talk about football. All right. And no one stole the show more this weekend than the Colorado Buffaloes, who I I'll put a hand up. Right now, I'll be first to admit, I did not think that they would beat TCU. I certainly did not think that they would put up the stats that they did against TCU. I was just wrong about this game. I was dead wrong. Uh, Zach, were you surprised? I think you might have. Did you give out TCU minus 20? No, I gave Colorado. And I said, actually, I believe I said, like, watch out. Um, I get, I mean, First off, let's, I'm gonna get this out of the way. The great game, just awesome game, awesome game, awesome game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Travis Hunter's the real deal. He's he's the real deal. He um, he might be the best player in the country right now. Yes, I think I think we can agree with that. Uh, Sanders at quarterback, Deion Son is he's legit. Um, I want to give his like I want to continue to kind of give Colorado Flowers because they played great. It was a well coached game. They did mm-hmm. everything they were supposed to do. So I want to make sure that we get that on record. Um, you know, live be watching this game in Denver and just kind of like it was pretty cool. It was kind of like wow, like dang, this is like what he said is coming true, and it's like he's oh, yeah. going to build a program there, and it's awesome. And, and and hats off to every single Buff fan, Buff Nation. Um, I've never had a problem with them. I think it's always a good crowd. So they deserve their flowers. They deserve to have all their fun. Great. Big time. I'm glad that place is going to be rocking on Saturday. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's going to be a um, madhouse. Yeah. I'm trying to think what other good things I can say about Colorado. It's just great uniforms. Um, look fantastic. <laughs> you you um, just want to establish a, a good you you want to be on as best of terms as possible with the Colorado fan base before things what? get too crazy. No, you no, want, no, you, no, no, you want no, to be no. on their side. You want to be on their side. I, would, I hope. I hope it's a great season for them. Mm-hmm. Um, TCU is not any good. TC, yeah, that's so. This is they're, where TCU is not any good. This is where the question comes in: is is it CU is really really good, 
or is TCU actually not that good this year? And I think the answer is CU is a better team than we thought. Like, I don't think you have 500 yards, four touchdowns by being bad. Yes. Like, I think they're probably better. Like I said, I don't have, there's, there's going to be no negative in CU in this. No. Like, I'm not not jumping on the bandwagon yet, but I I have no negative from this game. I think TCU fans thought they were going to go to the national championship again. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of reality. Like TCU did this played one score games every single week last year and they they won all of them yep but now it's kind of that thing where it's like reality check like you it's hard to win one score games every single week yeah and especially when like like Chandler Morris is not as good as Max Duggan he's just not no you know and they have they don't have Johnson a wide receiver like they returned three starters exactly this is where I was walking home after watching this game and I was thinking to myself I was like you know what in retrospect Maybe it isn't that crazy that the team coached by Deion Sanders, full of five and four star recruits, with the quarterback by Deion Sanders' son, who had the a former number one recruit in the country, beat a team that not lost their last game by fifty, and also didn't lost the Heisman runner up in multiple NFL draft picks. Maybe it wasn't that yeah. crazy. I mean, you, like a lot of the Deion Sanders, like a lot of Colorado hate, like that that line was always, always too big because like what you're saying, yeah, they had 83 new guys come in, but they, they have some studs. Now, I still think that schedule is brutal. Um, like we're just, we'll take this game by game. I'm not going to give a record or not like change it for Colorado just because that's that's a brutal schedule. And I think the Pac, like the Pac, Pac-12 is good. Um, they, they're going to have to score. They're going to have to like, Sanders and Hunter are going to have to, and that offense is going to have to play like that every single week in the Pac-12 mm-hmm. um, to win games because that defense isn't very good. Yeah, um, I mean, but you can have not that good of a defense if you're going to have 500 yards every single game. I mean, you'll probably still win like five. You know, yeah, you'll probably make a bowl game still. Like if you play like that every single weekend, are they going to? I don't know. I think Shadour Sanders said that's literally the best game he's ever played in his entire career. <laughs> So I don't know if he can top that every weekend, but like, I don't think, I think people assume they were going to be like, like their win total was three and a half. Yep. I don't think it's, I think if you have the under, you got to be feeling pretty nervous right now. Oh, hundred percent. Yes. Because not only did they they get a win week one, they have 11 more chances to do that. Uh huh. And it wasn't like they won six to two. They, (laughs) they looked pretty good. So, but I, I, I mean, if anything comes out of this, I, I, I see more, I see more tennis or uh, TCU just not being good more so than like Colorado running the table having a really good season. Yeah, boy, there. If, 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 if that is the if that's the the route we're gonna go on this, because I know everybody's you know Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. I'm looking at that man like ah, TCU. They, it might be a rough season. Yeah, I don't think I think TCU. They just didn't look like I didn't think CU on paper was a team that could just out. They have the athletes, obviously, right? What What are you pointing at? What? Yeah, it's Clemson guy. Oh, what happened? Oh, uh, Duke scored again. Oh, they scored again. Shoot, I'm I'm behind. Again. but hey, it's okay. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Uh, where where was my point? Where was I going with that? See you. I think that, like, I don't think I pictured like they were out athleting a team that was out athleting people last year. It's a different environment for TCU now. 
And like, do I think TCU is going to miss a bowl game? No, but it's like I think we might. It might be seven wins, eight eight wins. It's going to be a struggle. It's going to be. A you struggle. think they're going to miss I mean, a bowl game? I don't think they're going to miss a bowl game. It's going to be a struggle. I mean, like, you, like you I, I said this all along. I said this all along last year. Is like they they kept like they they could have easily been seven and five last year, easily. They could have been, but they weren't. And but they weren't. No, they won a national like, championship game and hats off, and it was amazing. But like you said, they won a bunch of one score games. If they flip those and they lose them this year, you're looking at a seven and five, six six team. But it's like who's scaring you in the Big Twelve for TCU? Like Texas, but it might not be good enough to like scare people in their own right anymore. Like they might have one good year, right? I mean, it could happen. Teams overcorrect like that all the time, but uh, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, Cincinnati was in the uh, the was in the playoff not that long ago, and now they're predicted to finish last in that same league. So yeah, who who knows? It could be all over the place. But boy, there were some funny moments for this game too. There's a great video of someone on the the. Travis Hunter interception where he uh one of the TCU students yells out throw it to Hunter just for it to get immediately intercepted by Travis uh-huh. Hunter and he just looks up at the student section and they're like flipping off the camera or whatever they're all mad uh, it was just perfect it was like that's so TCU and it's all uh per- perfect stuff I mean Travis Hunter so I don't think I think Hill Williams is still the favorite to win the Heisman it's, I think it's he's gonna be the favorite until it, he, like he loses it basically but I mean, Travis Hunter has to be shooting up the list. Like, I would, I would, I didn't even have him probably in like the top radar for the Heisman Trophy. But now I think he's got to be at least in the top ten for consideration. Oh, top ten? Oh, you're looking at top, top three, five. Man. Top oh, three. Who, who are your three then? What? Penix, Caleb Williams, I mean, and Penny, uh, Penix, Caleb Williams, and Travis Hunter. Yeah, and then I mean, he like, played. He played almost every snap. He played both sides snaps. of the ball. I mean, he can like they can have they can go six and six. He can have a great year and still be a Heisman mm-hmm. finalist. I I saw a great point that was like Charles Woodson won the Heisman with I think it was like 110 receiving yards on the whole season, and Travis Hunter had 100 receiving yards this game. Uh huh. <laughs> like crazy, and it's just wild to see this improvement too from Carl, like a team that was so dysfunctional last year, so horrible. Uh, to now like. They're the talking point of a weekend. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And like, shout out. I mean, so a lot of people were mad too with Dion because uh, he go basically goes to the press conference and he's like, there's a lady sitting in the front row and he's like, I remember what you said about our team. And she like, can't even get a word out. Um, and it's tough too, like, cause I think there is a, a point where it's like, there's a classiness and stuff. Right. But it's also like, as long as Dion's winning, like you can't really tell him he like, all the stuff he's doing is wrong yet. I didn't have a problem with it because like, I was watching game day and I love him to death. Lee Corso was like, oh, I hate what he's doing there. They're going to get the brakes beat off of him today. No analysis, yeah. no nothing. Like, and every other, I mean, pretty much every other team's doing that. Like, yeah, like, like I, Auburn reloaded with transfer people. Like, we didn't do yeah. it to the degree they did, but like, that's a one in 11 football team. Any sane person. Like this, at the end of the day, it's still a job. You have to perform, and Dion understands that. I feel like more than anybody right now in college yeah. football, and he's like, these guys were one in eleven. Not only were they one in eleven, they weren't even close. weren't even close. Who did they beat? Was it Cal? I think it was Cal. Yeah, yeah. 
They had like, tens of students. So it's like, why am I going to keep running? Yeah. Why am I going to keep playing with these players that went one and 11? When, like, this is a job. I can lose this job if I don't perform. Yeah. Where does, where does Colorado go? Are they going to be in the AP poll? Are they jumping I in? I think so. Just said, because that's the way the AP poll works. I yeah, think they might so. be like 23, 24. Not a lot of teams Something in the AP like poll lost this week. Um, yeah. Only a few of them, and all of them are in the top 10 and TCU. Did they just switch them out with TCU? Is that the move? They Probably just so. switch them out. Well, them. I mean, we'll see how the rest of this Clemson game goes. They might, you know, they might drop Rascal and sneak them in. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But they, like, I think they might end up in the poll. How long will yeah. they be there? I don't know. But I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up in the poll. I wouldn't one bit. I mean, you know, they're going to be in there. It's just the way it works. And look, we're we're one game then to Deion Sanders, right? I'm assuming the start of next year, he will still be the coach there. Yeah, Just, I think that's a given. I think that's a given. Do you if if Deion Sanders is able to make Colorado like a playoff caliber team, which like if he gets a defensive line over there, it's not out of the pot realm of possibility. Like I don't think people assumed it would be here this year, but like if he gets a defensive line anytime soon, especially with uh, Travis Hunter on that team, like it, that is a four real team, especially in the Big Twelve next year. Like that is a four real team. Yeah. Like. Does Deion Sanders have a case for the greatest athletic career of all time? From like hmm. dominating college, dominating the NFL. I saw this was on Nick Wright today. This was the discussion. Was is he up there? I wasn't thinking about it before now, but it's definitely up there, especially too if he can become a great coach. It's it's there is an argument to be made. I don't have it. Like I don't. I'm, I'm like. Pause because I don't necessarily have a rebuttal. So I guess it's kind of—I mean—it's a fair question, then. Yeah, I mean, I, I should have pulled it up—the the actual argument that was made because there was a whole list of of accolades and uh and reasoning for it, which would if this was a professional show and we had a budget of over four dollars, this is what we would have. <laughs> yeah, Dion's Sports Life tweeted out by Nick Wright, College Football Hall of Fame, best player in one of the best NFL draft classes ever. Best cornerback of all time, arguably overall defensive greatest player of all time, legendary on special teams, moonlit at wide receiver, 10-year MLB career, and now potentially coaching legend. Yeah, that's pretty good. Joe, I heard during the during the game, Joel Clatton as he was wrapping up, he was like going through his accolades. He's like, folks, this is an American icon. And I really didn't like bat an eye at it. No. I was like, no, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's that's fair, that's fair. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's like it's not really something you've seen. Like you don't see coaches wearing the the gold reflective glasses on the sidelines very mm. often. But like until he's like how long is it gonna last? I don't know, but like I don't think we can really sit here and criticize Dion that much anymore as long as he's winning games. I don't think you can. I mean he's like he's doing it right in the in the rules that that he's given for college football it's as simple as that and i think we've said that before i heard a great comment i think it was i think it was on part of my take when they were asking how he got travis hunter and he was like it wasn't like all i did basically was his mom because he was like he's committed to florida state and his mom called me and was like hey just talk to him like let him know how college is going to be and he was like, well, I'm going to pitch him to our school just to see if we got a shot. And he was like, basically all I told him was like, hey, if you let your boy come to my college or play on my team, I'm gonna, he's going to leave. A, he's going to come here, boy, and become a man. And he's like, that's pretty much what I told him. And the mom called the next day and was like, hey, he's going to Jackson State with you. 
Well, yeah, it was probably pretty simple where it was like a guy who plays like Deion Sanders wants to be coached by Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Yeah. yeah. And he's probably the perfect and thing. That, and that can just create mountains in recruiting, just having one guy. Students are on I mean, the field. you see it all the time. Duke right now. It's they're, over. Yeah. They're starting to get on the field. They're they're on the sidelines now. Oh, boy. Uh, no, crazy stuff from Colorado this weekend, though. But we got to uh, – let's move on here. Uh, game that started the week, Utah-Florida. Uh, Utah seemed to have no problems despite not having Cam Rising. Uh, my concerns weren't were not warranted. I do think, though, a lot of it is that that Florida team, they, like, they're not the worst team in Power 5, but they might have the most out-of-place coach in Power 5. Like, that was sl- – like, yeah. that was, like – that was like I was getting like Nathaniel Hackett flashbacks out there. Yeah, that was crazy. You like you cannot be the number one coach, or you cannot be a coach in the SEC and get penalties for having guys with the same number on the field. That yeah. can't happen. That was that was a coaching mismatch. Yeah. It's, it's as simple as that. I mean, yeah. you see, you know, I, I think on this show we 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 like Cam Rising. We've talked about that a lot of times, but that Utah program is a system ran by Kyle Whittingham. And it's a damn good system. And that was just, that was fully on display. And that was a mismatch. That was a coaching mismatch, period. For sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, shout out to that. In terms of like stepping into the spotlight and handling it, I, I'm sure it's really rough as a backup quarterback. Your first game is against Florida, first game of the season, mm-hmm. primetime ESPN. Mm-hmm. And you go out there, and your first play is a seventy-yard bomb. Don't feel for a bomb. touchdown. Like, oh, what a moment! Right in the for, pocket, for this too, guy. Just, like, yeah. Talk about to trust a uh, coach trusting his backup too. Like to go out there and show, like, we have confidence in this guy, the OC. Like it's pre-scripted. Like first play, mm-hmm. you're stepping back in the pocket. You're just going to unleash it. Yep. What it like sending a statement too. Uh, it's a, it was a, I mean, it's coaching mismatch. They like you talk like Kyle Whittingham. Know it, it feels like he knows what he can get out of every single player, and you saw that from the very first play of the game. Like you said, backup coming in, you expect oh, let's get an easy man handoff. Nah, uh, uh-uh. mm-hmm. nope. Yeah, it's just it's a weird thing with Billy Napier. I mean, do you think Florida fans they could go back and get Dan Mullen hit a hit a button like, hey, sorry? Do you think they hit that button? Uh, I want to say yes, but man, I don't know. I just felt like it was a weird situation too. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, like, do you do you Florida, think Florida feels like it doesn't know what it is? Is that fair? It doesn't know fair. what it is anymore. I just think they're making weird decisions. Like, I think going out and getting the Wisconsin's like most okay quarterback ever is like a weird move if you're trying to mm-hmm. win the SEC. I guess I hate to compare the two, and I know we'll get there, but, like, you look at Billy Napier in Florida and just kind of like, what is going on? And then you get, like, say, a Hugh Freeze. I don't know how the season is going to go for Auburn, but, like, he fits. You can tell by week one it fits. You watch Billy Napier, and like you said, like, the first thing you said was he's the most out-of-place coach in the SEC, and that's that's about as spot-on as it is. But then, like, I I guess with Florida, especially in the past – even with Dan Mullen, sometimes it felt like they were like it felt like it worked, and then it auto like instantly didn't work, and then it was like we got to get him out of here. And so it's just kind of like I, they they sometimes they feel like they're lost. Yeah, and this is as a program like, sometimes. Yeah, and shout out, shout out to Utah too. This is what we talked about. This is how how dumb I am is that I in our Pac twelve 
preview part. I was like, Utah the past two seasons, they've won the Pac-12, but yet you're coming in the offseason like you men in black, uh, memory wipe yourself, and you're like, oh, Utah's like they're they're just okay. Like they like where they've been the best team for two years now in that division. One of the best teams mm-hmm. in the country. But yeah, I still looked at that Florida line and I was like, maybe, you know, it's under a touchdown now. Or it's like it was just keep it simple. Just like don't overthink yeah. it. Utah's good. They're gonna be good. All right. Uh shout out great stadium environment too over there at Utah. Mm-hmm. Awesome stuff. Uh but I don't really I don't want to just rip on Florida for the whole hour here. I mean, we could. Unless you want it's, to. we no, can wipe I mean, all it's, it's, this, this is, and just rip this on was Florida. Simple. This way was this is like you said, Utah is a Utah knows exactly what it is. Exactly what it is. And it, where, it is a damn good football program right now. Where is, Florida has no clue what they are. Where's Kyle Whittingham fit in the coaching conversation? I feel like he's never talked about in the like top coaches in the country. <laughs> he has to be up there. He has to be. He has been the most like the only coach who's also won back to back. The only other coach who've won back to back conference championships right now are Michigan and Georgia. I guess here here's a, maybe the better question instead of how where's he like is there a is there a coach that fits a program that like what top five coaches that fit their programs like he's got to be one or two in the nation Kirby instead of saying uh, Kirby smart not yeah Kirk Ferentz. Uh Fit is an interesting word because I'm thinking like personality too. Um, but like you, like he could coach his ass off. But like I wonder if he went somewhere. Like say he went to. Does that work at Miami? You know exactly. Yes. Uh hmm. Like, are you saying Kyle can't do that at Miami? Like, you? Think I don't Kyle- know if he can. I'm just saying he just that like he that Utah program. He has it humming, and I think he has it humming because it's plug and plays. It's a, it's a system. Yeah, like I said, we love Cam Rising. We love Cam Rising on this show, but like mm-hmm. the backup comes out and the first play calls a seventy yard bomb. Like, awesome. He knows what he had. It was incredible. Boy, and that was too. Like, like I said, like I felt like football was really back this week. First play, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. What an awesome moment. And then you got like a, a two yard run as your first play for Nebraska Minnesota, but that that's a, a different discussion we can have. I also love that that was. Do we do you want to talk? Uh, no, we, we'll, I'll say it right now. I love that everyone just got a great reminder of Big Ten West football right away. No, no, oh, just right away. The ten to seven, it's at thirteen ten. Just a bunch of hard nose running the ball right out the gate. I think I texted you. I was like, during I hate Utah, the Big Ten with all my soul. Just, you just hated just... that your bet was losing. Yes, that's what you hate. (laughs) And when your bet loses in a Big Ten West game, it is hard to watch because it's not going. It's dead. It's the worst bet. It's it's, not going. You know it's over. (laughs) Yeah, it it is no shot. (laughs) And it's going to be a struggle too. Like it's not like it's going to be like, oh, my team's getting like blown out right now. It's like it's going to be a three point game the whole time, but it's going to feel like it's forty points. (laughs) Uh Oh, dude, it's. I, you know, it's my wife knows I like to put a little juice on some games. So I'm watching them and I'm feeling good about Florida and the night's kind of in and, 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 and uh, yeah, Nebraska throws that interception. Oh, I lost my uh, mind. Je- Jeff Sims throws a pick on the last just play. Just dropped that F bomb and she was just like, you got to be kidding me. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I'm watching, I'm watching the Big Ten. And this is what I mentioned too is that Gus Johnson's voice 
is meant for Texas, Oklahoma, 55-50. Yes, it was meant for TCU, but Colorado. That was a perfect game. That was a perfect start for him. And he does those games, but he also uh-huh. does Nebraska, Minnesota uh-huh. with the same energy and passion. And it's it's amazing how fired up he gets for for that game. I That's loved it. I was eating it. I'm, I'm a sicko. I'm a sick person. It was, I love no. You're right, man. That's, that's, there's, there's no better way to start college football than that really, really good Utah-Florida game. <laughs> and then Big Ten West. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina, 31. South Carolina, 17. Dukes, Mayo Classic. Hand up. I thought this game was at South Carolina until kickoff. I did not know this was a neutral site. Uh, my, my bad. I would have thought about this differently, potentially. But that means, hey, that South Carolina upset game we talked about is still on. It can still happen. It will. It can and will still happen. However. They're not any good. Yeah, that. So I do want to say Spencer Rattler, I mean, for not like for the team not looking great, his stats are still pretty good. For getting absolutely lit up on almost every single play, his stats were not bad. Like I think he he's still a, a decent QB. I do not have many many problems with Spencer Rattler currently, but that defense is is soft soft for an SEC. That line, man. It's like that that doesn't look like a team that's going to win. Like that's SEC. No. Now, uh, on the other end though, this is a double wrong for me. North Carolina. I we knew Drake May was going to be good and is a Heisman contender. And the issue was, like, I don't know who he's going to throw to. I don't know who's on defense. I don't even think – I think it's at the point – I don't know if it matters over there in North Carolina. Like, I think Drake May is just that good. Every play works. It doesn't matter. I saw comparisons to Trevor Lawrence. I think they're warranted. Is he projected to be the number one pick in the draft? Or number two, him and Caleb Williams? Uh, yeah, it'll probably be something like that. Yeah, it'll probably be something along those lines. But he was unreal. Like I'm watching that game, and literally, like every play works. It doesn't matter what yes. it was. Everyone's always open. Every pass is perfect. He's unbelievable. He's fast too. He can move if he wants. Like Drake May was unbelievable. I think he has to be in that Heisman consideration too. I think Already, so. they keep playing well. I mean, if I'm it, doing early, kind of like yeah. he's definitely one of my favorites. And he's a guy too. He's like, I mean. I'm saying is the Broncos tank again. I kind of want Drake May. Kind of want him. He's pretty good. He's unbelievable. Uh, but I don't know. This game, it's just, I don't know. Shout out uh, Mac Brown, too. 100 wins. Two different programs now. That's not easy to do. Most coaches don't get 100 wins ever. Two different programs is interesting. How do you, where, do you think, is Mac Brown all time college coach? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I don't think that's a question. Yeah. Kind of weird moment, though, at the end of the game. He grabs Shane Beamer by the neck, turns him back after. I, I saw hands. the picture. I didn't see the like video. I haven't seen it. He video just kind of like it. flips him. He's like, hey, wait a minute. Hold on. But it's just kind of weird. It's like. Okay. Do you think he just meant to grab his shoulder and he missed? Or? I, I don't know. I just don't think, even if that's what you're doing, I don't think there's ever a moment that I can think of as that. a college football coach where you need to grab another coach by the neck. Yeah, no, that's fair. I like that. There's a little controversy with this game, Zach. Um, I don't know if you saw in the post-game presser, Shane Beamer was uh, blaming the loss on the uh-huh. uh, on the Chains crew for eating hot dogs for during eating the game. Dogs. 
No, for coming out of the second half and eating hot dogs. Yeah. Which I mean, and the think... clock work. What the clock went working. Yeah. Um, hey, it's first week for everyone. All right. Scoreboard turned off for like twenty minutes in Iowa City this weekend. All right. It's, it's first week for everyone. Yeah, you know, it's open and done. You got to work out the kinks all yeah. around. All right, it's not perfect for everyone yet. Uh, I don't. Know. I think that they. This is a game I like, though. I want this game to happen more often. I think they usually. I, I'm, I'm trying to think, is this the first time they've done a neutral side on this one, or is it kind of. Because I know sure they've, they've played before. Well, they played in yeah. the bowl game, they played in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. But that was the name of this one. This is the Duke's Mayo Classic. Oh, they played oh, in the actual okay. bowl game right. like in December. Okay. Yeah, this is a good rivalry. That was the last time they played. I would like for this game to happen more often. Well, it it probably will with North Carolina joining the uh, SEC. If and when. Yeah, no, well, more when. Yeah. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. Yeah, I would like to see this game happen more often. This was something I like, too. Interesting color contrast, too. You got that dark dark red, black, and uh, the sweet, sweet blue. I love that. They just have the best uniforms and everything. It's, it's, it's really it's good. such a beautiful yeah. color. Literally every single sport, like they don't even the baseball team. They're like, man, that's oh, yeah. lovely uniforms. Yeah. No, it was fantastic. Uh, my personal favorite game of the weekend: Florida State, LSU. Florida State forty-five, LSU twenty-four. Uh, I don't want to brag, but a really wise wise mind told said on our SEC preview that LSU rose highly in the rankings out of nowhere last year and then also looked really bad in some other games. And all of a sudden now is at the uh, number five spot in the country. And it doesn't make any sense, but now all of a sudden everyone seems to see it. I don't know who that person was, but uh, they also took Florida state and they were quite pleased with this. Yeah. I slept good last night. I mean, I know you're talking about yourself, but I slept good last night after this guy. Um, Boy, you want to talk S- kind of? You, we had a rough week, yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying like you want to talk a lot. Looking SEC, LSU was getting out physical, out bullied by Florida State on both ends of the ball, like embarrassed. I think, yeah. I think going back to the TCU Colorado game, like I, I do think those two teams are probably going in different directions. I don't know where that direction will end up. I think the same can kind of be. Florida State can win a national championship. That is a, a great team. It's that's not like that's not an overreaction. I don't think they it can is. win a national championship. I think if you're talking about most impressive team, I think that this like from the weekend, I think this is one easily. I don't know if there's another team that looked as good as Florida State did. I mean, just offense everywhere. Uh what's his name? That wide receiver, Coleman. Unbelievable. He caught everything. Uh Mel Tucker has to be kicking himself that he lost him or Michigan State fans. Unbelievable that uh you they paid him $95 million to lose mm-hmm. a great wide receiver like that. But he was outstanding. He he caught every single pass. Uh mid LSU, the alleged defensive back university in this country look absolutely ridiculous. I saw fans were tweeting trying to get Angel Reese out there to guard him. Uh, which I honestly at that point might have worked. It might have been better. Uh and this is just, it felt uncharacteristic of a Brian Kelly team to get so bullied like that. Um, not only a Brian Kelly team, but it's like an LSU team. They just weren't, I mean, no, no, like no matter what happens to LSU this year, let's just say they go six and six. Let's just say they run the table. 
they just weren't they weren't near as good as Florida State. And I don't think they'd be near as good at the end of the season. Like, no. I just think it was there's a talent gap. I think it's a, and there's also a thing to talent and also athletes. I mean, you had plays that were so broken for FSU that turned into 30 yard gains mm-hmm. and it happened all the time. They had that one and a half. I mean, they also had dumb plays too. They threw a pick right in the, um, the beginning of the second half. That was just the most uh, obvious thing of all time, but you do get moments there where it's like, it doesn't matter. Like they're so athletic. They're so talented. It doesn't matter. Even if they mess up, they can still make it work. Jordan, Jordan I mean, Travis absolutely. is that good. Well, you got Jordan Travis is like you can put him in the argument as best offensive player in the country. Um, the linebacker's name, I should have been prepared for this. Um, I mean, they arguably have the best defensive player in the country as well. I was not bad expecting radio. Florida State's defense to be that good. I was very surprised. They looked, I mean, they were getting to Daniels like it was nobody's business. It looked easy. And I, I don't think any – I mean, shoot, like I, I picked Florida State, but I don't think I expected them to be that good. I didn't expect the beat down like it, it was, but they uh, they were just by far the better team. I mean, that's yeah. – I mean, And it was strange, too, because we were talking about their defense, right? But first play of the game was like a 60-yard gain for LSU. Yeah. They went right down to the goal line. And then FSU just woke up one play. And they made six stops within the five and stopped LSU from scoring. Right away is Jared Richard, verse Jared verse. Great game for Jared. Yeah. It's, I mean, they, so they, they arguably have the best offensive and the best defense play in the country and they just build around it. I mean, it's, that's a pretty good starting point. I think Brian Kelly might be addicted to going forward on fourth down. I think he's, he did. Yeah. That was unbelievable. He's, how much he, he was trying to do anything he down. could. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I get, it, you got to risk it a little bit, but sometimes it's like, let's just, just take points. Just, <laughs> Take the points. You need it. All right. Build it up. It can work. Uh, unbelievable stuff. I mean, I think this is like, do you think is LSU out already? Like, really, yes. they, like, like they could run the table, but it's like, did anything from there convince you that that's a playoff team? Well, we talked about that last week when we were previewing this game is Florida State could lose and still run the table. Just because you never know what's going to happen in the ACC, especially after what we just watched for Clemson. LSU losing, they, like they're not running the table in the SEC. No, it's just not happening. They can have a great year, but they're just—they're not running the table. And uh, it'll be weird. And then now too, so FSU, really, their next big game that I even see as potential loss is at Clemson, who Clemson just lost to Duke by twenty-one points. Oh, granted, it was at Duke first game of the season. I think it's weird. And, like, I think Duke is a lot better than people give him credit for. Mike Elko, I think, is a pretty good coach. But I don't think anything out there made me worried that, that like, I mean, I would have put it as maybe, like, a pick em. But, like, now, like, I think FSU is going to be a pretty decent favorite in that game. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, we want to move on to that Clemson game. I mean, like, it was a, it was a swift transition, good. but it's – yeah. Duke Duke is good. I think they're going to be better than we think, but like Clemson looked terrible. I'm going to, this might be controversial. I think Iowa's offense might be better than Clemson's. I mean, they were to nine. This might be they controversial. Were, they were take, I think Iowa's offense might be better than Clemson's. 
it's been an interesting two years there at Clemson. I mean, with DJ not working out, like it's been kind of a rough go. Like that was that was a that was rough. That was is, a rough looking offense. You know, can we overreact right now? Is the Clemson national title contender era over? Yeah, they ain't doing it this year. <laughs> um. I mean, it just doesn't they, look like the same team. So could it just this doesn't? Though, could this though be a situation where it's like Utah last year? If they ran the table, like they ended up losing a game at the end of the season, right? But they lost to Florida week one on in a road game. If if Utah won out last year, they would have gone to the playoff. Like yes. if Clemson beats Florida State and then beats them again in the play, in the ACC title game, they will be in the playoff. I look at it this way. Somebody kind of put it. This is a while back when it came to recruiting. <laughs> it was like when Tennessee, you know, was, we'll just go over the past 20 years, but Tennessee kind of had their run come to an end. It was because all those Atlanta kids started going to Auburn or Alabama. Well, then Clemson started having a run and they're getting all those Atlanta kids. They're starting to steal kids from Auburn and Alabama. And this is before the Georgia run. So they're loading up. Now Kirby Smart comes in, and he's pretty much taking all the kids that used to go to Clemson. And now they go to Georgia. Interesting. And not, and to be honest with you, and look, you can. I mean, I'm not just saying this because I'm a fan, but like you look at what Hugh Freeze is now doing, and he's starting to chip away a little bit at Georgia, even if it's one player at a time. Well, those that player's not going to Clemson anymore. Mm-hmm. And so when you look on the field just now, like that wasn't that's not your typical Clemson team that's loaded up in the NFL with players right now. Yeah. And no, it's it's, it's kind of simple recruiting where Georgia took all those kids that, that Dabo was getting, say, five, six years ago. Yeah. No, it's a weird it's a weird thing out there. There's no one really on that team anymore who like scare who scares me, who it I think you. is a a threatening player. Like they had mm-hmm. two generational talented quarterbacks. Pretty much back to back with Trevor Lawrence and, and wide receivers, man. I mean, yeah, you know I mean? Well, even before Deshaun, like Sammy, like Sammy Watkins, mm-hmm. amazing college wide receiver, right? But you also, I mean, so now though, you have DJ last year who struggled, but now Klubnik comes in, who they were begging for, comes in and struggles again here. Yep. Also struggles in the bowl game. DJ Uyungle had like. 200 plus yards, three touchdowns this weekend. Yeah. Is it a Clems- is it more of a Clemson issue? Like, was DJ even is, – is this evidence now of DJ was not really the problem? Well, I, we can't do one game. Let's not do one game on this. But I think this is something to revisit, say, in like six games to see kind of how Oregon State is yeah. and how they look. I think that's a very fair question. Yeah. I do want to kind of shout out us, though. I feel like we almost kind of called this one. Or was like yeah, t- I, took the I saw that line going down and uh, it went another way. I regret it. Hey, yeah, you and everyone else, man. It's okay. That's right. They it happens. That. Sometimes you have it to happens. lose a little bit. It happens. You got to keep yourself sharp. Losing can be a reminder. It is. It is. You, I mean, you're not going to win them all. You know, you ain't going to win them all. Yeah. Uh, knowing the AP poll, I'm going to predict LSU stays in the top 10. Top Clemson... oh, no way to say in the top 10. Clemson might actually be the number four team in the country on tomorrow. Clemson might go up. Okay. All right. If I know the eight people, it'll be Colorado one, Mm -hmm. Clemson two, Mm -hmm. Duke three. Okay. Alabama one A, 
Okay. It, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, I like it. Yeah. But this is good. This is also you we talk about overreactions too with uh with the AP poll in the offseason. It's like how did that team end up there? The almost week two and three are even better of teams just shooting up and going yes. down like crazy. It's yes. arguably better more crazy. You get teams all over the place. Early contender, though, it's always I think it's the like seven to last eight seasons a team not ranked as finishing the top ten at the end of the season. Is Colorado the lead contender currently for that? No, I don't think it's going to happen. Who's the lead contender then? Toledo? Statement lost to Illinois? That wasn't in the AP? Not ranked. Finished the season. Iowa, in the top Iowa was ranked, right? Y'all were 24. Iowa was 25th. Because usually that's the bet. I mean, it's, you know, you don't find some way to. Um, Find some way, like we're not a talented team. Get out of here. No, you are. I'm just saying okay. you keep no, going. No, no, no. You, you just yeah. – ah, let's watch question. our phrasing. Um, yeah, that's fair. I, I can do so. No. Um, I'm going to say Toledo. Week one this time. They yeah. got beat by Illinois. Statement loss is how I view it. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Central Florida. Central Florida. That's a good – good. that's a good answer. Central well. Florida. Uh, Central let's talk Florida, about your Central team Florida. a little bit here. The Auburn Tigers – the first mm-hmm. game of the Hugh Freeze era, you opened up against the mighty, mighty UMass mm-hmm. Minutemen. How how do we feel? We did what we were supposed to. Beat beat the hell out of them. It was wasn't it? It was ten to seven for a few minutes. It was ten to seven for a few minutes, and then literally about three minutes later, it was thirty-one to seven. Okay. Um, look, I did. It's the atmosphere on the plains is back. Um, it was bumping. I heard it was a great weekend. I had a lot of friends go. Brothers on the sidelines. You know the new strength and conditioning coach for the cheerleading team. Uh, yeah, great night. Um, we got a trap game coming up this weekend, so I don't, I don't have a lot to say about UMass. Um, you know, it's it's kind of with Colorado. We don't have as many. We got a lot of transfers that come in. They're going to make an impact. Um, it's starting to look more like a Auburn building team that it should, um, and what we didn't have during the Brian Harson area. Um, picked up another massive recruit on Sunday morning, so you know the momentum is just kind of rolling. Uh, when it comes to football, I don't have a lot to say about it. we won. Great win, no stress. Um, I, this is going to be a fun game coming up this Saturday. Uh, I'm not going to go into that. We'll talk about it later, but. Uh, I was hoping to go to this and schedule didn't work out, but we'll play at Berkeley at Cal. Uh, and it's a little bit of a trap game. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, no, I mean, if people have long said one of the toughest places to play in the country is at Cal. So it's understandable. Yeah, absolutely. It's a tough environment to go into. That's, that's where dreams go to die. I, I've heard that as well. Yeah. Uh, but no other comments. No, you don't want to say anything else about your team. No, I mean, it was, we, we did what we were supposed to, I think the number was 36. We covered it. Scored a lot of points. Uh, I didn't get to watch a lot of it. I was actually at work doing a, a wedding, great wedding. But, uh, yeah, no no stress. And like you said, it was 10-7. Blink of an eye was 31-7, and that was a wrap. Fair enough. Uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes started mm-hmm. their season off with a win as well. Uh, I also uh, shout out – this is time to shout out anyone who came to the walk-on live show Friday. Before the game, awesome. Hey, can we? Uh, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. How was awesome, that? What, awesome kind of time. Just walk us back through. Pocket. Uh, shout out West Jarrett. Oh um, yes, his name is his name is Jarrett West. 
Jared West. Yeah, we, we figured that out. We got flipped up. But yeah, yeah, tell me a little bit about that. The pictures look awesome. No, it was great meeting everyone. Uh, it is kind of surreal. Like you forget that uh, Washington Walk-On's obviously has a bigger audience than we do uh, by a lot. <laughs> a vast majority, right? But you forget that like, you know, I talk like talking to you and just talking to them too. Like you forget that like you close the computer and it's not just a phone call. It's not just like a conversation. You forget that, like people listen to it. Like thousands of people listen to that show every episode. Uh, and then you get to see them in person, like the tangible evidence of it. It's pretty cool. It's cool to see. Uh, didn't test out any of the stand-up comedy material. Uh, I decided to save that potentially for the next one. Uh, I had stuff written down, but uh, I decided to save it. Uh, shout out David Eicholt uh, coming in for a guest spot too. Uh, it was a super cool event. Drank some Hawktoberfest. Delicious, delicious beer. Uh, it was so funny too. You had dudes like, <laughs> there was a guy who came up in the middle of the show. We're, like we're talking, right? He just comes up and shows us he subscribed to the top tier. Just middle of the show. He's like, hey, it bumps me. He's like, look at this. Awesome, dude. I was like, you rock, man. Uh, it, it was pretty fun time. Uh, doing it but we did uh it sounded like we did forget to plug in the mics to the live stream so if you were there maybe you could hear us but otherwise uh no you could not tell a single thing online if you were watching on uh on facebook or twitter you had no clue what what we were saying so that was uh successful you live and you learn uh i like i would like to do more of those i had a great time doing yeah so what you had the whole it was kind of a live shoot from the from the brewery and just kind of yeah, basically. Kind of yeah, just... we just sat there and we kind of did like uh, it was played over uh, the audio uh, over the loudspeakers. It was funny too. They're like they drew the, the beer there, right? They're packaging it up, mm-hmm. and we're sitting right in front of basically like the where- factory warehouse part of the brewery. So like <laughs> in the middle of a recording, right? Just cr- forklifts running by, right, like right, right, machines right. going. Like I, I, I couldn't hear anything. Like they, I people would say such to me sometimes during it, I'd be like, "Yeah, uh huh," and like no clue, uh, what we were saying. But it, it was awesome. I still love it. Thank you to anyone who came out. It was awesome. It's when I started doing this stuff, I didn't picture that, um, I would ever be in a situation like that. So I'm I'm so lucky and happy that I got to be able to do that. It's really cool. It's just yeah, man. I, the pictures are great. Like I said, I, I I'm a sucker. I'm a fan. I I, I went to a DP spot. It's like. One of the coolest things, like you said, we, we do this for fun, but like people, not a lot, but people do listen to this. And like you said, people listen to a lot of the, the walk-ons. So yeah, I, I just, when I saw those pictures, I just, it put a huge, huge smile on my face for you just because it's, no yeah. matter what it is, it, it's, it's, it's kind of your baby or your passion. And it's, it's nice to kind of see people enjoy it. So I hats off to you, man. That was awesome. Those pictures are great. Oh yeah. No, it was crazy. We did a, uh, like there were people who came up during the meet and greet part and they, they talked about this show. Like they talked about it in the kitchen. They're like, Hey, I listened to that too. Like I, it's, I like it. I enjoyed it. Um, so shout out to those guys who did. It was just like, someone gave me, made me a shirt. Awesome. I won't shout out, shout out Zach and his, shout out Zach and his wife. I think his wife made me that shirt. Um, it was an unreal experience. I'm really, I hope we get to do it again. I will do That's it awesome. every Friday. If back pocket wants me there, I'll just do show it. Every up, just show up on Friday and just do it. Do it anyway. Here, here in October, I'll drive. We'll do me. We'll do it in the kitchen spot there. You know, we'll just keep it in keep the it kitchen rolling. live. Uh, yeah, unwanted in the kitchen though. live. It's just we sit at a booth and we do it unwanted. Like, please go home. Uh, <laughs> but it was awesome. Uh, I hope that another opportunity like that arises. Uh, 
But uh, so the Iowa game actually, uh, this took place on the surface of the sun. This was the hottest game of all time. I'm fried. I don't know if you can even see it on the camera, but you look, I, yeah, you look, you look, it's, it's, <laughs> a little the face is camera ready, but yeah. I figured and it was, I was only, from a, I was from only down weekend. there for a half at halftime. I was invited up to the, uh, the very nice box. See, shout out to Doug and Patty they invited me up to a box. Uh, beautiful, uh, beautiful viewing deck there. Ice cream sandwiches at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Great time Ooh. up there. Oh yeah. Very so, nice. so how hot was it? You know, it's, I uncomfortable. It was, it's tough too. When like you're sitting in a, basically a cement ring, you know? So it's not like it's designed for it. There's no like covering in Kinnick stadium. It's an open bowl. Like the only coverage is you get the scoreboard kind of blocks the sun a little bit, but you're not anywhere near it. So it doesn't even matter. It was, uh, it was hot though, for sure. You had players who were cramping up too in the second half. So, but no, like no serious injuries for sure. In terms of the actual game, uh, people are freaking out, as is expected. Uh, we are twenty. We scored twenty four points. We are one short of the Brian Farron mandated average, which I just want to remind people. So I don't think that that's going to like if if Brian wins ten games, he's not getting fired. That's not ha- if he wins ten games, average twenty points, he's not getting fired. That's not happening. That was like the current AD didn't even make that contract. She. She can just do whatever she wants. Like, it doesn't matter. Uh, I did think, though, so Spencer Petras, our current our current quarterback, or uh, the quarterback from last year, is currently a GA, or looks to be a GA uh, on the on the team. He was in the khakis, the red hat, uh, this past weekend. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I'm saying it might. It would be the most Kirk Ferentz things of all the time. If he's like, you know what? Fine. You guys don't like Brian? Fine. Spencer Petrus is the offensive coordinator now. <laughs> oh, boy. It would be the most Kirk Ferentz thing of all time. Oh boy. Just so petty. Just like, so I want you guys just to take it. It, 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 wouldn't, it would be the most Kirk Ferentz thing of all time for him to do that. Everyone would lose their minds. Uh, here's what I want. So start off the game, right? Cade McNamara scores a touchdown on his first pass as a uh, Iowa quarterback. Beautiful ball to Seth Anderson. This is the first Iowa opening drive touchdown since 1991, Zach. No way. <laughs> that is pre-Kirk oh. Ferens. <laughs> that is, it has been nearly, it has been over 30 years since, since there was an Iowa football opening drive touchdown. Passing touchdown. Passing touchdown. Passing touchdown. Yes. Okay. Still <laughs> crazy, but this is the, the world of the, which I want to remind people. Like, I feel like people watch Iowa football and forget that they're watching Iowa football and they expect it to be like Florida State. Yeah. Like, I, was, I feel the, like every Iowa fan base gets been, sucked into it. Iowa has been the same team since uh-huh. Hayden Fry took over. Like, Kirk just took what Hayden did and, and did it like it's a remix of it, but it's still pretty similar. Like, Kirk friends worked for Hayden Fry. For a long time. He didn't change it that much. Right. It's obviously like the game changes a little bit, right? You add new things. You make a Kirk Ferentz thing. But like we you can't go out there every like some I feel like people just forget that it's like this is just Iowa football. Outside of the Indiana game that uh happened two years ago, I can't remember Iowa ever blowing out a team week one. But yet, like everyone 
he gets mad when it's not 70 to nothing. What is Iowa ever like? Iowa doesn't blow out opponents anyway. This is what I said. It was minor. It was like, for Kirk Ferentz, like 14 points might as well be 70. That's a comfortable lead. When he, he when, when your defense is that strong, it, I can't blame him. Like, it might as well be. As a fan, can it be a little stressful? Yes. But it's like, I'm not going to question the man when it, it, it puts out results. Is the brand of football different? Yes. But it's like, this is just it. Like, this is Iowa football. Welcome to the show. Like, I feel like we forget that this is just what it is. It's just, We do this every time. And people still get surprised by it. People have been watching Iowa football for decades. They're like, I can't believe this happened again. And it's like, what What do you... How, did you not watch the last season? Did you not watch everything else before? Like, it's this is just what we do. This First is how opening. this 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 is how we win. I will say a lot of things much improved. I think Cade, uh, he did. He does look like he's. He doesn't look like that leg is a hundred percent yet, but boy, he throws a beautiful ball. Like when he, some of these passes, he looked amazing. And it's week one too. Like we had drop passes going around all over the place. I, I expect those to tune up. Like we, I, I looked over my buddy during the game. I was like, I feel like Iowa leads the league right now in almost cool plays. Okay. And that was like, I felt like it kept the energy of the fans going in the first half, especially it was like every, like it felt like every time K went out there, there was like a big, like, Oh, oh almost moment, which like half that too. It's like, uh, especially for Iowa fans who are so upset with the offense. Like when you get those almost plays, it's almost enough where it's like, we're just cool with it. Uh, it was interesting. I mean, like 24 though, uh, 14, I would say defense. It doesn't look as good as last year, but I mean the generational, Last year. Yes. Uh, so I don't know if that was the expectation, but still good. Dudes. Um, Jay Higgins had 16 tackles on Saturday. That is a ton of tackles. Jack Campbell's replacement. That's very impressive. He is unreal. Uh, I thought other dudes made well. Uh, Xavier Nwampa, a huge missed opportunity. Uh, he had an interception. Kinnick Stadium did not play Exco and give it to you afterwards. What are we doing? <laughs> what a mess up. By the DJ. That's right that's big error. Uh, I mentioned it's week one for everyone. Uh, the ref uh, actually called a penalty on the wrong team at one point and then had to go back and correct himself. Week one. It's okay. Scoreboard didn't work for like 45 minutes. It's week one. Uh, I will say, though, that's so in Kinnick Stadium. The cell reception is not amazing, as is in most college football stadiums. Yep. So the only way you can see your bets and how they're going is a tiny little ticker on the bottom of the screen will flash scores Ooh. of other games going on. Ooh. It's the only way so you can the see it. scoreboard goes out. Man. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> like Fresno State and Purdue are in a close game, and I got no clue oh, what's man. going on. Yeah. I'm blind. I have no clue. Like last year, I watched Texas-Alabama entirely through that scoreboard. That's stress. That is, that's, that's stress. That's stress. It was, it was something for sure. But I'm not worried about this team at all. I also think too, like, why, why are we going to reveal everything against Utah State when we know we can beat them? And you got Penn State and Iowa State coming up here soon. Wow. Yeah. Like, I just don't see why we would do that. Uh, I, I believe in this team still. I think that vastly improved. I mean, pass protection looked much better. A little bit of issues establishing the run, but our running backs looked great still. 
Um, Caleb Johnson almost took it to the house first play. Awesome. Uh, and I think too, you just got, you got to get time to develop. I mean, I was talking with the walk on and they said that like your Tuesday, Wednesday practices for the first few weeks feel camp like where you're still mm-hmm. developing. You're still trying to get guys um, ready. It's a lot of like Iowa versus Iowa stuff, I believe was Kevin Ward's quote. Uh, so I, it doesn't like, I don't expect it to be perfect week one. I was fine with it. Like people were losing their minds. I I have no problem with this. As get a W and get out of there and stay healthy. Like that's yeah. especially when you're playing a, a Utah State or you're playing a UMass. Like just get healthy and get out of there. And also, I mean, so I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to shout out them, but Utah State's quarterback kind of it's, it's not bad. Good. This guy was not bad. He was slinging it. Like he was making some good they, throws. They had a good run of having pretty good quarterback. I mean, Jordan Love. Yeah, I mean, he he was he's a fifth year senior, I believe. Weird stuff too. Oh, I forgot to mention this. Uh, the Utah State assistant coach was just like chopping it up with the Iowa students, like an hour and a half before the game, pregame, just sitting over there chopping it up, talking talking chop. A little weird. No, I, I like that. Uh, apparently, there was. I like that. Lot. We used to do that at basketball. I mean, not as big as Iowa, but like you know, it's just chatting along. I mean, uh, I was getting nothing sent, else to do. I was getting sent some articles of alleged lawsuits, also as well. But oh, okay. So that maybe. kind of that that type of chatting it up. Yeah, maybe maybe not. Uh, okay, that's that's my thoughts for Iowa though. Like, just don't. It's week one. Let's let's relax, right? Yeah. This is Iowa football, right? Don't be surprised. It's for the the this for Kirk Ferentz football, right? I don't understand it. Why? Why we get surprised every time? Uh, you want to? I'm going to read some. Scores. So, we'll, oh, go ahead. Well, hang on one second. I got. I got a quick question for you. So, you you, you got a huge rivalry game coming up. We don't have to go into details, okay. of, but like, yeah, I would say on, on a scale because I think we started this show last year, kind of after this. So it's like, what is what's this? We like is this a huge rivalry? No, it's not a conference game, but like this is a huge rivalry. For you have y'all, to right? win. You have to win, especially yeah. the year after so, a loss. This is a must win. After an embarrassing, so like, yeah. embarrassing. So is it kind get, of a night? Is there a good feel around campus? Is it like you know, I'm it's, very it's a rivalry week? To, I again, I was talking to a an insider as well. It, I feel very confident about this game. Yeah. I feel very good about it. Are you making the trip? I might. I might. You might. But I think like you can just if you look at Iowa right now and just compare it. Like I think you can feel good. As a fan, I think okay. you feel better going into this game than you did last year. Okay, is this, not, and it, is, it this... is Iowa State though? Like it's going to be close every year. Yes, yeah. I mean, it where does, does this matter. rank like games in the in the season for you? I believe in my most important games, I had Wisconsin one and this two. Okay. So, because like Wisconsin, so I, I think it's strong. Like if you lose to Iowa State, it's not a conference loss. It's not the end of the, like. It's an yeah. rivalry game, but like in the eyes of like the playoff committee and like the Big Ten championship, like it's not the end. Okay. Of like you need to be Wisconsin this year, at, okay. at least at least after in the preseason. That's how it appears. I personally, I need to beat Iowa State. That is it, a must for pride. Okay, it is very important. Must win. I like it. Okay, it's uh, a big week for you. Big week on massive campus. Week. Big week in Iowa City. Okay. Massive week. Uh. I'm going to read some scores to you, if you don't mind. Uh, Nebraska, Nebraska 10, Minnesota 13. Game of the year? Ugh, ugh, best, best game oh. of all time. Uh, <laughs> Matt Rule starts off 0-1. Very, very difficult. They they hired a new coach just to do the same damn thing. Just same thing. Same, same thing. exact thing. Did not change. Now they got Colorado 2. You might start 0-2. Yeah. 
It's not out of the it's yeah. not out of the question. It could happen. Yeah. Uh Central Michigan seven, Michigan State thirty-one. Uh that was a lot closer than it should have been, for sure. Just kind of cool, kind of weird stuff. Like Michigan State, I, I don't think they're that good. I think they're in trouble. Yeah, again, it's kind of – yeah, they might be in trouble. It's going to be interesting to see if they have two bad years, kind of what that looks like. Uh, Battle of Miami. Especially with the whole tuck, tuck coming error. Yeah, $98 million for that. Uh, mm-hmm. He also – he played a player who got stretchered off. Like, he put him in, in the same game. Hashtag warrior. No, that's hashtag warrior. Like, risking lives. I know. Yes. <laughs> hashtag why. Hashtag fire him. Uh Miami, Ohio, three. Miami, thirty-eight. In yeah, my not most, close. My most disappointing game of the week. Yeah, not close. I, was, I had my hopes up for Miami, Ohio. I I talked myself into that one pretty badly. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I stayed away from it late, and I'm happy I did. I just you know just didn't feel confident about it. Uh, Louisville, thirty-nine. Georgia Tech, thirty-four. Statement cover from Georgia Tech. Almost meltdown. Came back and saved it. Louisville. I mean. My Jeff Brown, I mean, might be in trouble. Thought thought that was going to be better. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, East Good Carolina, comeback, though. Uh, East Carolina three, Michigan thirty. I just, I don't have any problems with the play. I think the free Harbaugh and the fours up in the middle of the like, you would have thought he died. Yeah, I that was kind of weird. It was kind of weird. weird. I get it. It's like we got our coaches back. We think the. Him getting in trouble is wrong. It's self-imposed. Uh-huh. Self-imposed suspension. You free Harbaugh? He's like, I just want my coach back. Like, self-imposed. Self-imposed suspension. Yes. I don't get it. Very weird. Uh, your game of the week. Your guaranteed winner. Tennessee 49, Virginia 13. Never in doubt. We talked about Colorado already. Oklahoma 73. Arkansas State's zero. Yeah, did you see Butch Davis on the sidelines crying? He was crying. That was a tough wow. look. That's tough. I would. I, he's crying for football. I, I respect it. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That's a good way to look at it. He wants it. Uh, I just don't think. I mean, geez, like, I know they won seventy three nothing. I'm not convinced Venables is going to finish that season ranked. I'm not convinced. No. Mm-hmm. I need to see. I need to see something first. Uh, other games: Fresno State thirty nine, Purdue thirty five. Told you so. That's all I had to say about that. Yeah. Uh, let's see other ones. Northern Illinois, 27, Boston college, 24, brutal. Brutal. $1.5 million. Yeah. Shouldn't have, uh, shouldn't have done that. Uh, let's see other games. Ole Miss 73, Mercer seven, somehow, uh, Portland state seven, Oregon, 81, 81. That is a way too many points. Uh, Ohio state, 23, Indiana, three. I, Ohio, I don't think we've seen an Ohio State team this confused in a long time. I will... Like, Indiana's defense is not that good, guys. That is not what happened here. They have yeah. the best wide receivers in the country. Marvin Harrison Jr. had two receptions this game. Uh-huh. Is McCord going to be a bad quarterback? I don't – probably not. But it's also like, I mean, geez, like you had – like, that's not – the performances that Ohio state needs to beat Michigan at the end of the season to, to win a big 10 championship, to beat Georgia in the playoffs. Like that is not what you need right now. 
Do they yeah, have Do was... they have time to fix it? Sure, but it's also like I mean, like Ohio State used to be Indiana like sixty to two, sixty yeah. to three. So I, I'm cautious there for sure. Uh, Boise State nineteen, Washington fifty six. Marvin Harrison, uh, not Marvin Harrison, Michael Penix Jr. Does he have the prettiest pass in college football? Man, he's really good. Man, he's really good. He's unbelievable. Uh, Rice 37, or Rice 10, Texas 37. Notre Dame 56, Tennessee State. Uh, Tennessee State 3, Wisconsin 38, Buffalo 17. Started off a little shaky there, but uh, Buffalo played really impressive. Buffalo came out to play. The Mac had a bunch Mac of game losses this weekend. They did. Uh, very interesting. I think this is where it's like, I think the fickle stuff, it was kind of funny. He won for passes the whole first half. And then he won back the crowd by going for uh, a long running drive for a touchdown. Won him back and say, like, this is Wisconsin football, baby. It's just, it's in their DNA. It's like Nebraska's one point loss. I mean, it's the, it's in the DNA. You disagree? Uh, no, I one hundred percent agree with you. It's yeah, they got a they got a fun game coming up this week. Yeah, uh, Georgia forty eight, UT Martin seven. Uh, you got USC blowing up people. This is just it's all blowouts. It was yeah. This yeah, first week was it was a little rough around the edges. Toledo football's back twenty eight, Illinois thirty. Uh, funny story. I want to share Toledo Illinois. So I was at the a local establishment here in uh, Iowa City. I'm watching Houston versus UTSA. All right. I bet on Houston. They're up 17-14. There was a minute 54, I want to say, left. Houston has a ball they're driving. UTSA using timeouts. They get the fourth and one. Basically going to decide the game if they can get it passed, right? I'm watching this at a local establishment. They changed the channel to Illinois Toledo right before. I'm, I'm losing my mind. I'm super upset. I also have Illinois Toledo, so it's not the worst game that can change you. It gets to the fourth quarter, right? Okay. I, I see it on my phone eventually. Houston ends up winning. I'm not that mad. If they would have lost, I would have lost my mind. Illinois Toledo, Toledo is plus nine and a half. I'm not like super worried, but I want it outright at this point. All right. I want them to win at this point. I want all of it. All right. Toledo was up for most of the game. They're up right now. They got a one point lead. Illinois has the ball. They start putting together a drive. Zach, they changed the channel again. <laughs> to Coastal versus UCLA, who's just starting. It's not even the fourth quarter. They're just starting. It's not a top Who's running match. the remote at this place? I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, this is some of the worst clicker management I've ever seen in all my oh, days. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, like my God. Did you say anything? <laughs> Well, so you've been the one person like, why'd you change the Toledo game? So I might have been the only person watching UTSA versus Houston. <laughs> Iowa City is called Chicago's suburb. There is a heavy Illinois crowd in yeah. Iowa as well. Like there were groans and outright distraught people. Okay. When they changed right. the channel. Okay. I just don't understand it. Uh, crazy situation there. Uh, but basically, like, everyone this weekend just kind of looked meh. Like, two teams look good. Texas State, Baylor. Yeah, oh, shoot. We should have talked about that. Uh, Texas Tech lost to Wyoming outright. 
Uh, yeah. here, here's my thing too. We talked about this last time. If you're an AD, and you're a Power Five school, and you schedule an away game at a non-Power Five school to open up the season, you should be fired on the spot. There's just no reason to risk anything like that to open up the season. Like, why are you going to Wyoming to open up the season to play on a yellow yeah. field, on a brown field? Yeah. What are you doing? Why did you do that? What a mistake you made. Like, even Oregon State, it worked out. But, like, why are you going to San Jose State? They were at San Jose State. I thought it was so weird, yeah. Like, why? There was another weird one like that. Like, North Carolina State, why are you going to UConn? You yeah. almost lost. Like, why are you risking it? Go blow someone out week one. Be like Maryland. Play Townsend and win by 50. That's right. Like, that's what week one's for is to show, get the fans in on it. But instead, you have Clemson going to Duke for no reason. Play Furman and win by 70. That's right. I don't get it. Play UMass. Play Wofford. I don't get it. Uh, Western Kentucky absolutely smacked South Florida, by the way. Which is another. South Florida's not any good. Yeah, but they're a Big 12 now, I think. Are they? Yeah, they're still not any good. Uh, yeah, but they went to Western Kentucky. Fire, fire that AD. Yeah, the Bulls. I want to say over at uh, South Florida. But that's college football week one. Uh, Zach, the NFL begins on Thursday. We start off with uh, we will preview it obviously, but we start on Prime Video with Chiefs Lions, two heavily anticipated teams. But the Chiefs are the current kings of the AFC, so we are now going to preview the AFC. We did the NFC last time. Looking at this right now, we have all the divisions lined up, Zach. The AFC is so much more stacked than the NFC. It's not even funny. It's so much better. It's so much better. I mean, you like you can take the NFC like we talked about, and there's pretty much two teams. Like I think we'd be surprised if there's two teams from the NFC that don't make it to the Super Bowl. Even if you're doing the whole uh, quarterback, if you're doing quarterback lists, right? Outside of NFC, right, you go probably – you go Jalen Hurts one, most likely. But then after that, is it like who's two? Like Kirk Cousins? Jared Goff? Yeah. Sam Howell? Like it's like a huge gap where then in the AFC, it's like you can go one through – like one through three are probably pretty locked up between like Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. Even Allen sometimes you can make an argument for like get a – uh um, getting like Herbert potentially in the mix there, uh, Aaron Rodgers now, like in the, it's just so lopsided. Oh, it's yeah, it's uh, yeah. I think just, I mean, as you're saying all this, and I'm looking at the AFC teams, you're just like, you know, you got two at the Dolphins. He might have a great year. You got the you know Rodgers with the Jets. You got Jackson with the Ravens. Like it's just a stacked conference. Here's so yeah, let's look at. The AFC East to start. So you have Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. Jets obviously hard knocks right now. They got the hype. They're coming in new, new look, uh, decent, great defense. They're going to have, and now they bring in Aaron Rodgers to throw to Garrett Wilson. Then you also have mixed in there. The Bills are going to be really good. The Dolphins are going to be probably pretty good too. They have the roster to do it. Are the Patriots capable of finishing last in the AFC East? Oh, hundred percent, absolutely. Is like, but like, is a Bill Belichick coach team capable of doing this? And with, but with these, the three other teams in this division, yes. Which would be so strange to see. Like, I don't know if, like, I'll, I'll have to like rejog my brain if the Patriots go six and eleven. But at the same time, I, mean, too, I would like if the Patriots find a way to win nine games this year, I won't be surprised at all. Oh God, yeah, yeah. They just out coach everyone. Mac Jones figures it out. Even then, it's like Mac Jones 
for the be the fourth QB in the league. Like that's not bad. No, I saw they uh they cut Bailey Zappi. And yeah, uh, but they're doing a weird thing with QB now, where it's like you only really need one, but then it's like Bailey Zappi can be on the practice squad, mm-hmm. and then you can be like an emergency QB. So he can dress like he would still dress for games, and he falls into the emergency. Like, how's that work? It's like you know they have the emergency goalie in hockey. Yeah, you can have like emergency QBs, and that guy's just it's like it's Bailey Zappi instead. So like so, he just sit in the stands during game day, and then like Mac Jones gets hurt, and he just rushes the locker room real quick and gets dressed. And uh, he might be like field pass, and we just keep him on. Uh, okay. He's in shorts. I'm not really sure how that yeah. all works, but it's kind of like chestnut checkers. In a way. Uh, okay. So interesting stuff there. The Bills, I mean, I feel like we've wanted them to be um, like this Super Bowl team for a little bit here. I know, right? I'm worried that it's like the peak might have already happened. Or this is like the last run and there's going to be so much pressure and it just kind of doesn't work out. Yeah, I'm a little worried. Uh, like, I think Josh Allen's going to have a great career, obviously, still. Uh, but I'm worried that, like, if they haven't done already, are they going to be able to do in the future? Especially as, like, this division is more stacked now. And like the AFC is kind of loading up still. Like Mahomes isn't going anywhere. Burrow's not going anywhere. Uh, even guys like, I mean, shoot, uh, like uh, I wouldn't want to play Justin Herbert uh, if you found a way to get the Chargers voodoo off his, off his back mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, shoot the Jaguars. Like they're, they're sneaky. Like I just, they there's concerns for me on like the Bills goal is going to be Super Bowl. For the yes. future. But it's like some of the stuff is like, I mean, shoot, like Allen still had a ton of interceptions last year. Like there's things about them that are still concerning. So who wins this division then? Sneaky answer might be Dolphins, but Dolphins. The, the I mean, Dolphins Jets. they're loaded. The Dolphins are loaded on defense. Like they got Chubb still on defense. They have um uh, Jalen Ramsey, you got Tua, Waddle, uh, Tyreek. Like they have the guys to do it for sure. I mean, Jets. The defense was really good last year. Defense. Zach is Allen wasn't. I'm a little concerned that the Jets. I mean, here's my thing: is like I know Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, right? I am concerned though. Just QBR was 32 last year. That's yep. not amazing. Okay. I think if if first three weeks he looks amazing, then I'll like settle in and be like, this is good. And I think okay. he looks noticeably more happy in hard yes. knocks. I don't know if it's just like uh, an effect or whatever, but I think he's he can kind of do the James Harden a little bit where he like tanks himself for a season in like protest. And I wouldn't be surprised if he just goes down and rips like a 90 QBR average this season. Okay. So I don't know. I guess I don't know. I want to say Bills is the easy answer, but I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't win it. I mean. Yeah, I agree with it. Yeah. For a division that seems so easy for so long, it's Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. It is pretty difficult now. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's stacked. It is stacked up. Then you go to the North. uh, Conference of rivalries, really. (laughs) Uh, Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers. You have, I want to say week one is Bengals, Browns. Uh, Deshaun Watson playing a full season now. Uh, like I know the controversy aside, Deshaun Watson is not a bad QB. No, like that there is 
potential there for the Browns to be competitive. Like, I do I think they can win this conference? No. But I think there is something potentially there to like, they can, I, I could see the Browns being team where it's like, Ravens need a win here to uh, take over control of the North, the North easy, and they lose to the Browns or something on the road. That's yeah. how I kind of view them this year. The Ravens too. Uh, this is kind of like a, it's like a Colin Cowherd thing, but it's like the, the whole like mobile quarterbacks just can't win in the NFL in the playoffs. Like you need someone with a presence in the pocket. This is my sneaky Super Bowl team, man. Sneaky. A lot of things. Well, they're like not about. sneaky. They're loaded. I mean, yeah. they they are loaded with talent. But it's it's the Marjack State. I mean, I yeah, I think this. I like this team a lot. Yeah, a lot of things to like about them for sure. Uh, Bengals too are probably going to be are the obvious favorite for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burrow seems to be healthy. He put the I'm back or whatever, uh, or he's back on his story. So I'm assuming he's a good to go week one after a calf injury. You have uh, Jamar Chase, obviously, as well. The defense looked great last year. Pick up sneaky guys, too, like Charlie Jones. Uh, played at Purdue, played at Iowa, played in the MAC for a little bit. Like, he, good player, good slot guy. Um, like, it, it definitely helps there, too. Give, uh, gives Chase or uh, gives Burrow more options to throw to. Uh, like, I think it's basically like, can you make arguments for the Bengals not to win this division? The Ravens, yeah, that's pretty much it. I was that, that's all I got. Yeah, Steelers sneaky like Steelers. I think they're good. Yeah, I, I'm a Kenny Pickett believer for sure. I I definitely think that there's a chance there. Uh, you get also too. You get uh uh Watt back this year. Uh, after injury last year, huge one, probably the best one of the best defensive players in the league, one of the most impactful. Having him back, and if he can stay healthy this year, that'll be a huge difference. You know, they're at least going to be 500 at least. They do love to float around there, or at least they have for a little bit now. Yeah. Do they bring? But you back... know they're going to win games. Uh huh. No, it'll be. I think. I don't know what. You think nine and eight for Steelers? Just miss the playoffs again. Like lose it on Christmas Day. I want to say they get in, man, but I don't know. Yeah, nine, eight, ten, ten, seven. With how stacked the AFC is, I just don't know. I know, if I know. That's good enough. I don't, you don't know yeah. where they fit in. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just, as much as I said, I'm a Kenny guy, but it's like, is Kenny even a top seven quarterback in the AFC right now? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. Uh, kind of interesting stuff there. I think I go Bengals, probably win it there. I think they've been, like, it feels like they just get better and better every time. Yeah. They do the thing where they like to make you think that they're not good weeks one through four, and then, like, they just roll through. Yep. Uh, it would be interesting. Like Burrow just seems to keep elevating his game too every single season that he's in. So I would like to see where that goes. New haircut for Burrow. Don't know if that'll change anything up. Uh, okay. But hey, at least he's not doing it in season. In season haircut, I don't trust. Off season, I think it's okay. Okay. I like that. Easily the worst division in the AFC, in the AFC South. Uh, Texans, Jaguars, Colts, Titans. Is this the most obvious? Division winner. Obviously, I think Jaguars jump out. Jaguars jump out. Texans are going to be. I mean, they're well coached. They run that system that just pounds you. But it's it's one of those two. Like it's. You think the, the Texans, Texans are number two here? No, uh, Titans. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I misspoke. Uh, Titans. Titans. Yes. Who's Josh Dobbs? Week one starter or who's 
No. No, Josh Dobbs is on the uh, Cardinals. Shoot, sorry. Uh, it'll be CJ Stroud for the Texans. CJ, no, Titans still. He did it again. Oh, I'm on, oh, oh, uh, is it? Is not Ryan Tannehill? Is it Tannehill still? I, I think it's still Tannehill. Hold on, this is where a lot of preparation. Goes Dobbs, is, Dobbs is with Dobbs is on the Cardinals. Okay, yeah, it'll be Tannehill. But you okay. have uh, you have Will Levis and Malik Willis sitting back there as well. Okay. I, I would. Do you think that Tannehill is a starting quarterback at the end of the season? Yes. Okay, that's all I need to yes. hear. I think that their Titans are potentially in trouble. It seems like to me. The Colts. I I'm not a huge believer in Anthony Richardson. I get where people like he has the highest ceiling, but it's also like he has the lowest floor too. Correct. Like if you watch him at Florida, like it was chaos. Like yes, I think I I'm a, like I don't know if that translates in the NFL. And then I think I saw something where they got two guys that are thirty. Everybody else is in their twenties on that team. Like they yeah, have no veterans. It is young, it's a super young, young team. Uh, I know they should just get Vinatieri back just to have just to have be out there, have some experience there. I like that. Yeah, it could be interesting. Uh, Jaguars. I mean. They kind of stormed on a little bit late last year. They became like around like week nine. You were like, oh, the Jaguars are going to put someone together here. And they end up winning that playoff game. I think Trevor Lawrence, too. uh, I think he's a sneaky one of the better quarterbacks in the league potentially now. Like, I don't think he's played enough yet for him to be like top five easily. Like, I think, you know, he had that stinker year of Urban and like he didn't. um, You have other guys in the same division who are super young going to the Super Bowl going to the AFC championship game. But I still think, I mean, I, I don't know I think if he's sneaky, man. I think he's it, there. What's well, up? Like you're going to put him above Burrow? No, no, but like he's Holmes, no Herbert still, uh, you might be able to put him above Herbert potentially, but like, I think if you're a Jaguars fan, like you're looking long-term, I'd think like if you oh, want to put really the next good. 10 years, like you're, you're set. And I think Doug Peterson, I mean, really it is hard. It is difficult to turn a one in sixteen team to a playoff team with a win in one year. Like I think you got to be feeling pretty good going. This is like even if this season you don't go to the AFC Championship game. Like I think you're still like long term. I think the Jaguars are set up for success. I 100 percent agree with it. Yeah, I mean he's going to be good. You saw it last year. All the talent in the world got to stuff together. I don't see. I don't see regression this year. Yeah, and in the West. Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, Broncos. Uh, we'll start off Chiefs. So basically, this is again, it's like you're going to have to make arguments that the Chiefs won't win this division. More than like you're going to have to like make an argument that the Raiders are going to win it. Yeah. I mean, the, you get everyone pretty much back. There's not like the, oh, they don't have Tyreek um, this year where you can kind of question it. I just... Like, I do still stand by my statement. I think the Broncos will beat the Chiefs this year in one game. I think we split okay. it. Does that mean they're going to lose the division? No. Like, I think the, the Chiefs probably still win this division. Probably hang. Yeah, I mean, they're – yes. Yeah. I don't see the Raiders – or like, I don't see how either of these teams go 2-0 against the Chiefs. I don't see it. Yeah. Am I wrong? I agree no. with you. No, no you're I'm not, not at all. 
uh, with Andy Reid as a coach, I mean, you've like Kelsey has led the league in receiving yards for two years now. Yep. I think they have all the tools probably to go to the Super Bowl again, honestly. It, it's uh, the same team that's loaded. I mean, there's no there's no drop off. Mm-hmm. Like they can win the Super Bowl again. Yeah. Individually, uh, Broncos, my team, I do think they will be improved. I think they will be better. Okay. From what I've heard from sources close to the Broncos, it is okay. different. It is a different vibe. Okay. There's a different uh, regime with Peyton. The team feels different. Uh, I think Wilson, uh, I think Champagne is a good coach for Wilson. I think that kind of yeah. like changing the whole office, that doesn't exist. All right. The parking spot doesn't exist. Making it's him an equal. so weird, man. I think it's so weird, weird. But I think it's like if the goals just win a football games, we've taken the steps to do that. Yep. I think they improve on defense. You get guys like Frank Clark. Jerry Judy has a hamstring issue right now. Would like to see that get fixed. Uh, our guy, Josie Jewell, scratches cornea in a preseason game. Uh, hope that that's fixed somehow. He's got the chip on his shoulder. He'll figure it out. He'll be good. But starting the season off, like I think the Broncos are capable of being in that nine, eight win territory. Like I think they're capable of being in the hunt late in the season potential wild card spot. Like, I don't think that's out of the possibility considering the division and considering how good that defense was last year. I mean, there, there, the graphic came up every week of like, if they scored 18 points a game, they'd be, they'd have 11 wins. Yep. Like, I think the guys you have on offense, it shouldn't be too difficult to do that with the, like the defense is going to be good again. They're going to be good. You add guys like Frank Clark that make it even better. I just, I think that you should be able to get, I, I think that they should be able to get, like, I think nine wins should be the goal. I, I gotta wait and see, man. I am not a Russell. Wilson and I get believer. it. I get it. But I it's also, like, yeah. you've had guys too, where it's like, I mean, the way I see it is like, if Doug Peterson can flip around the Jaguars, yep. I think that we, the Broncos, can flip around with how good the defense is. That is what makes me yeah. believe is the defense. I believe in Sean Payton. I, I I can say that. How many how many wins do they have to get for you to get the Broncos visor like Sean Payton? How many uh, I wouldn't do the visor. Yeah, I'd get a shirt. I like those new white shirts they get. No, 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 no. It has to be the visor. It has to be the visor. Nah, uh, I mean they could go seventeen and no, I'm not getting the visor. Super Bowl. I'm still not doing the visor. You're so lame. I, I, no, I like the golf visor. You would, but I don't, I'm just not going to do it. So I don't want it to like like come true. And then you get Super Bowl. I'll do the visor. Fine, you're no fun. Uh, uh, eight eight wins. I'll get. I'll do the white shirt. You're no fun, Raiders. What 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 am I supposed to do? Jimmy Garoppolo is the Raiders quarterback now. He's kind of getting almost the. Uh, I feel like this is like an oddly kind of good fit with the Raiders. I think so too. Like it seems, it's like uh, this is, and this is again, this is like I'm going to do my Colin Coward Coward impression. Jimmy Garoppolo at the Raiders is like cheddar and caramel popcorn. It doesn't. You don't really on paper. It doesn't sound that good, but you try them out together, and it's delicious. That was my uh, Colin. That's pretty good. That was pretty Uh, good. That's like something he would say, and it's like, oh yeah, it almost kind of makes sense. Uh. Look, I think the Raiders are going to be the worst team in this division again this year. 
uh, or not again, the Broncos were last year, but I think they will be the worst team in this division this year. I just think it's going to, we need, I got to see more. I got to see more stuff going on. Like nothing really I don't, is jumping out to me on the Raiders. Yeah. I don't think they'll be bad. I do think, I think it's top heavy. Chiefs going to be the Chiefs. I think the Chargers are good. I do think the Broncos are improving. That kind of leaves somebody to go last. I feel like the Raiders are that team just by default. Yeah. Uh, and then the Chargers, I mean, tragic ending to last season. Uh, I still think Justin Herbert, one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL currently. Uh, but it's like they they just got to figure out themselves. Like they got to get their own juju out. It's like Nebraska right now. You got to figure out, you, you got to get some sage in that locker room or something. Something. Still, that's still one of my top, probably top five bar nights that, that Chargers collapse. So yeah, it's still, still fresh, still feels good. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're too good. They just, I just don't get it. They're just cursed. Is this a, uh, what teams in the AFC right now? Is there any coaches that you're like potential hot seat coming into the season? Like need to see success. Josh McDaniel. Okay. AFC man, I, don't know. I can't tell you who the Browns coach is. It's a uh, shoot. It's um not. Oh my gosh, great salt and pepper beard. Um oh. Kevin Sebastian. Kevin Stance. What is – oh, my gosh. Tip of my tongue. This is embarrassing. Browns coach. Shit. It's S something. Sebastian. Kevin, shoot. Why Why am I going crazy? Why can't I not Google things? It's Kevin – wait. Stefanski. Boom. Um, It was like a pronunciation thing. I just went brain dead for 10 minutes. This is great podcasting going on. Yes, Kevin's I mean, defense. Yeah, I'm just trying to think who could be just blatantly bad. I think he there's potential there to be bad. In the in the AFC. You might just use the Browns. Uh I think too. Is there any potential that the Steelers potentially? Like if they win six games. <sighs> That'd be a tough one, man. I don't know. I just, like, it's, yeah. it's time to upgrade. It's time to, yeah. I would do. Mm. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't I know. know. I, I think don't. everyone in the Bills is safe. Or sorry, everyone in yeah. the East is safe. I think the North. I'd say Stefanski, and then maybe Tomlin. Like if they won four games, I could see them moving on from Tomlin. But dude, I, I just can't see that happen. No, I can't see them only winning four games. No, I don't see it either, but it's like I think it could be the wrong possibility. Uh yeah. Honestly, with um and then outside of that, I don't know if there's a ton of coaches that can be on the hot seat here. Um yeah, maybe Staley. Maybe Staley. Yeah, I could Staley. Yeah. But I don't think like I think the Broncos could win three games and I think they're still gonna want Sean Payton. It ain't gonna matter. Like yep. I don't think you can go out and get a better coach. Um the the Chiefs aren't gonna like Andy Reid's not gonna be a bad coach, so they're not going anywhere. Um, yep. So yeah, maybe not. I'm not sure. But I'm sure so love Doug Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I feel so like Fabrils gotta yeah. All right, so who's your Super Bowl pick from this uh from the from this conference? Yeah. Bengals. Okay. Are you going Ravens? We'll go Ravens. All right. 
Let's both be wrong. I'm gonna go Ravens. High five. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's, let's, let's both be wrong. Congratulations to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, congratulations, uh, 2024 Super Bowl champs, the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I would love. I would That'd have be no cool. issue with that. Uh, that's our show. We'll be back to preview. Let's go. Uh, we preview the NFL this week. We get to make like picks it. for the NFL. I like it. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Joey Bush might be back, or we might suspend him. We don't know. Uh, yeah, let's do a vote. Yeah. Let's get that vote up. We'll be back eventually.